Hey, Pete. Yeah? What's your favorite thing? Patreon. Oh, really? I thought you were going to say oh, going I, down a water slide or something like that. I like pizza, yeah. except I can't have any. Oh, that's true. I you're like, a vegan. I like um, cheat. No. No, I perfect. Like, you know what? Now what? that you're vegan, uh-huh. Patreon. Why? Well, because you can't have any fun. You might as well go on Patreon, make a little donation, keep the lights on, and then we don't have to tell people about Bridal Fitness Coach. But if I'm already suffering, why would I suffer more by listening to this? Yeah, you're right. You know what you should do? Just keep eating pizza. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash lousy San Francisco podcast on Patreon. The following is a production of SK Morton Creative. Places, please. Quiet down. And here we go. And roll camera. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to SK Morton's Lousy San Francisco Podcast. As one moves through life, sorrows multiply and it is harder to keep cheerful. Tonight, SK welcomes... Carmen Electra, Ryan Felipe, this is Felipe, Juliana Rancic, and no way, Condoleezza Rice. And now, whether you want to be a model or just look like one, nobody does it better than S.K. Morton. Uh, nobody reads. They call me the One Take Kid. Woo! Boom. Okay, I'm very excited about tonight. Why? Because uh, our guest. We have a real guest. Yeah, a real guest. Finally. And so Pop-Tarts. better than Kids, you. we have Pop-Tarts right now. Do you know how professional of a podcast I feel like we are because of the Pop-Tarts? Let me get to the guest. I'm going to go th- run through this other thing okay, first. Okay, but I'm just saying there's Pop-Tarts I know, here. and that's what I'm saying. I'm going to start off <laughs> with he, like me, has cultivated the palate of an eight-year-old, and I'm so excited <laughs> about it. Okay, so first, greetings, adoring throng. Hi, everybody. Welcome to SK Morton's Lousy San Francisco Podcast and another night in the bomb shelter. And now our senior member of the team, sound engineer of utmost adequacy, Squidge McSqueezy. Pop-Tarts. And there should be, uh, but I will use it for Pete. Uh, our regular, full-time, permanent co-host and resident chanteur, Peter Feliciano. Hello, everybody. There you go. Uh, yes. Wow, he didn't clap for you, Pete. That's mm, right. forgive you. He clapped for me. Uh, okay, now our guest. He's an English-born Australian actor, best remembered for his role as anchorman Howard Beale in Network. Nice. For which he was posthumously received the Academy Award for Best Actor. SK, that's the wrong Peter Finch. Oh. <laughs> when Someone's he, Googler isn't working. <laughs> I was in high school when he died, and friends were telling other friends, did you hear Peter Finch died? And they thought it was me. Oh, I was yeah. like, oh my God, he was so young. And no. Yeah, there isn't even a difference in the spelling. No. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, please welcome the voice of KFOG, KMEL, other barrier radio stations that are desperately clinging to relevance since he's become gone absent. Please welcome Mr. Peter Finch. Yay! Wow, and he clapped for himself. How did you, I don't know right. what we found here. How did you how did you book an actual like are you here because I've got you owe him some sort of That's what I figured. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Like, do you did you bury a body in front of SK Morton? <laughs> no, I just wanted to ride the wave of your popularity. Oh, yeah. good. Drive, yeah. drive more people to my podcast. Yeah. Who told you? Again, who told you that? <laughs> I did. I know. <laughs> so, no, we are thrilled and delighted yeah, to have you here. Very much. Peter, can, I, can we be familiar? Absolutely. Do you prefer Pete or Peter? Um, you know, I've always been okay with either one, though most people call me Peter. Uh-huh. So, okay, that's so fine because I call Pete. What about Pete? Yeah, Peter Chocolate. Feliciano. 
Toronto. Do, do you go by Peter or Pete? I don't care either way. Yeah. Know. See, yeah. well, I'll call boy. you Pete, and we'll call. You know what? I'll call him Mister Peter Finch. Oh. Yes, mm. with an E on the end. Yeah. Here's the thing. I, I got to be honest now. I feel like such a fraud. Finally, yeah. <laughs> I've been waiting for you to do that. I've been waiting for you to second guess yourself. Well, no, I do that regularly. But, but I mean, seriously, who uh, listen to his voice? It's very well. well fact, have him say the red leather, yellow leather thing. Red like, leather, rubber baby buggy bumper. No, red leather or yellow. <laughs> see, I, all right, I guess not going to the part. No, see, you know yeah, what? no, whatever that's... you've built, whatever pedestal you've put yeah, me on. Yeah, you put him on a pedestal, it, it, SK. Yeah. You can lower it. Fire. Okay, no problem. Yeah. It's done it, and done. It's ironic, though. They tell you when you get into radio, or the ultimate goal is to just be yourself on the air, and yet, ironically, it can take years to develop that. Because right. right. you're... You know, it's a, it's a weird environment. You're talking into this cylindrical object. And, By yourself, you know, no yeah. pants. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah, just, exactly. it's a weird, weird thing. <laughs> yeah. It's not even on. Right. But I've, no, I've actually found that. So, like, I usually listen to a lot of radio. And one of the things that ma- they make fun of is, like, the radio boys. Right. right. You know, you got to have a radio voice. And then I got on and I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to do a radio voice. Right. I, when I listen back, I am obviously a little higher higher. Yeah, pitch. you're doing well, not on the person, energy. But I'm just kind of like, yeah, I, 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 I just, I'm goofy and kind of When I do stuff for the show. And, just by myself when you're not here. Uh-huh. My voice is like this and I'm talking yeah, like that. Yeah, no, you know? I can notice that. And then you're that. in here and we're like, "Hey, this is great." <laughs> right. You're very you're very uh smooth jazz. Anyway, oh, we I have am. an actual <laughs> And we got great... here. Now, did <laughs> you ever do the voices? Did you ever do the, "Hey, it's 5 minutes past the big hour?" No, I never had to do that because from day 1 I always worked at FM rock stations mm. where it was a little My first on-air job in San Francisco was overnight weekend jock. KMEL, San Francisco. Nice. Top of the hour ID, you had to make it guttural. You had to say, KMEL, San Francisco, rocking the bay. So that's that's <laughs> the closest I got to being... I was uh, first things first that I, w- I so you were a coach to have that radio voice, but was there ever a time where you were like where someone brought you in a room and had that Howard Stern private parts you know conversation where you were like no it's WMB where it was oh like a- oh oh no I had a program director early on and it would be excruciating because he'd call you in and you would sit down he'd close the door and you'd go over your air check and you would just squirm in your seat. I won't mention any names because he spent much of this uh, session doing cocaine. Ah, uh, Tony yeah. Salvador. <laughs> no, Tony even. And no, it wasn't Tony Salvador, but this was a person he'd put the lines out and, you know, we'd listen. And give to you your review. Yeah, what? exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I should try the, the, the opening lines as a, as give a, it a gravelly. Shot. Yeah, give it a shot. Tonight, SK welcomes Carmen Electra. Right? Is it Felipe? I think it's Philippi. <laughs> is it Philippi? Do you know what that is, by the way? That's a list of people who went to Barbizon. <laughs> Condoleezza Rice went to Barbizon in what San is Francisco. The, like, it was a model yeah. agency. No. Well, not an agency. It was a model school. Yeah. Modeling school. Are you serious? Condoleezza Rice That's one? My, according to my research, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Wait, when, how, how old was she at the time? Well, I'm sure she was a teenager. No adult's going to go to Barbizon. <laughs> <laughs> because they won't let you into the building? Is no, yeah. it's funny. I was just going down today because I was like, there's a Barbizon in San Francisco, and it's right next to, was it 450 Sutter or 540 Sutter, the one that's got the gilding and everything in front. And I was going down Sutter today, and I'm like, where is it? And then I look up, and it's like, a little. there's there's the, fly, the little banner for there? Barbizon. It's still oh. there. Barbizon is still... Making you look like a model, right? Yeah. Well, let's just because we're gonna we're gonna I want to get through the stuff that isn't important so we can get right to Peter Finch. We already started talking to him. I know yeah, we well, did, all right. no, but there's but something it, very important. Yeah, I'll you sit go back. Ahead. I'm you gonna go I'm gonna sip yeah, my Finch, grape aid, which okay. you gave Finch, me. Just be quiet for okay. a minute. All right. Gosh, Sorry, darn it. I'm, I'm sorry. Sorry. You know what it is? 
Oh. He thinks he knows the business. Right. He thinks he's uh, on yeah. KMEL or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but so, okay, yeah, we're going to talk he's about lowered it. His, he's lowered his station oh. very far. By being <laughs> Thank you, Cumulus. Oh, my God. It's right. come to this. <laughs> Treats you have over here, by the way. They're, they're all for you. Oh yeah. Now here's another thing, by the way. Just as you told, Airheads gum. The worst gum you could ever have. Give it a try. Either Airheads one. There's blueberry gum? and there's watermelon. They're, how could it's they a new be product? Bad? It's a new product. Oh no. I've got access to the new products. As I can, can I say, as a radio guy, so yes. you set up this bit, you hit the music, yeah. and then <laughs> you went off the rails. I told you, you it's very unpopular. It's right. very unprofessional. It's it's my trademark. <laughs> <laughs> it's also called ADD, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. No, the reason why I wanted to break away for one second, because as you know, this is all about promoting the walking tour. You See didn't even say it right that time. You won't even know. Didn't right that And as Key Morton's last. Lousy San Francisco walking tour for 2017 from the Bay Guardian has been voted best <laughs> tour. Yay! Yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah. I mean, it was easy to get the, the podcast to win last year in 2016. That was a breeze. What other podcasters get as this one, you know? Sparkle Tack, but he's out of business now. Who's so, that? You wouldn't like it. It was all history. Very interesting. He's like that guy who does uh, the guy who does hardcore history. Anyone? You guys ever listen? To oh yeah, yeah, Dan Carlin. Dan Carlin. Yeah, but he was a San Francisco guy, hmm. and he had all sorts of great stories. There was Diamond Heist stories. Why didn't you ever have him on the podcast? He wouldn't come on. He's living up in Seattle now, and he doesn't want to come down, and he didn't want to go over the phone, and he's a little cranky. But okay, good, it's a good show. I, I would, look. Listen to Sparkle Tack. So and there's this. no other like San Francisco centric podcast. No. Hey, hello. I'm <laughs> oh, over here. The Finch Files you, stories from San Francisco and beyond. You're not letting me build oh, up to I'm it. Sorry. The whole oh, thing is right, right. Finch. Gosh darn it. Yeah. Yeah. No. That, this that's gum is okay. Gross. Isn't it? it what is wrong with it? It tastes good for like 1.3 seconds, and then it, yeah, it's exactly what the face I made when I tried it too. No, that's right. I shouldn't be promoting the the podcast as much because we do have Peter Finch on, uh, and he's got a great no, podcast. That's all right. No, no, no. Blah, I'm just blah, saying blah. that last year we won Best of the Bay for the podcast. Wow. Yeah. This year we won for the. This walking year we tour. won for the walking tour. But wait, wait, wait! Last year it was seven seven by seven. This year oh, it was it's seven by seven. Yeah, last Guardian. year we won on seven by seven. This year we won for the Guardian. I just wanted to put that out there. Take the walking tour. Go to skmorton.com. Click on the walking tour. And, of course, OMG. as a guest, Peter Finch, mm-hmm. of the podcast, you get two free tickets to take the tour. Anyway, nice. they're two don't for do you. That, Peter. Finch, <laughs> Run away. Do they it. are free <laughs> tickets. You just pay a small shipping and handling charge. And they feed you Airheads gum. Yes. Very now, all, kind upsetting. of along the same side of the road, we have our Gravely Treacherous tour bus update. Yay! Yeah. What um, happened this time? Well, it wasn't a tour bus, but did you hear about Chariot getting shut down? No. Did you guys hear about it? Due to unlicensed drivers. Yeah. They need not a C class. They need like the the. They, big, need, oh, they the, only need a B class. Really? Yeah. Okay. So what happened? They they had, didn't have it. <laughs> the, but, but okay. So the, how many drivers did they have? That well, there were five that didn't. Out of uh, like. Well, 40. I guess it doesn't really matter because you yeah. should never have even yeah. one. Uh, but okay. What had happened was well, here's the thing. There seems to be this. What's the thing, SK? Okay. Do you ride the bus at all, Peter? Uh, Muni. Yeah, I or ha- any bus. Yeah, I mean, no one rides Sam. Yeah, Sam, uh, yeah. I, I, I'm kind of a mass transit geek. Yeah, I yeah. like riding buses. I do too, except when I'm in a rush. Right, but <laughs> and if, as long as I don't have to ride it every day. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I mean I got my little you know monthly pass on my Clipper card, and I gave in and did the Clipper card uh-huh. because they faked us out incidentally. 
We talked about it on this show. They're transferring out. They're getting rid of the paper transfers, and they're going to be going to the computer does it for you, put the money in. Sure. And I said, oh, well, I'll just wait. And then the 47 started showing up with these new boxes. I'm having to pay the full price, only getting 90 minutes. Uh-huh. And I thought, I might as well just get the Clipper card. And I, I actually wrote a cable card today with my Clipper card because yeah. it's included. Oh, yeah. they let you do if that on the cable. Yeah. But you have to add extra, right? No, no. no? Well, the, I do the monthly okay. cable card, so it's-, oh. it's uh, Or monthly you pay, It covers card. everything yeah. for the yeah. whole month, and it doesn't- uh, doesn't right. take is this any a money commercial? Off. What are you getting to? What am I getting to here? <laughs> hey, Peter Finch is with us today. Hey, 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 no, I'm gonna... <laughs> All I'm saying is a lot of people don't like Chariot right. uh, because it discriminates. And, and I understand okay. they don't have the uh, handicapped Char- access. What's Chariot? I'm so oh, sorry. Okay. The oh, giant I'm blue, not the only one. I'm going to The giant okay. teal-looking vans. The Jitneys, and that's the oh, whole point. You remember okay. the Jitneys, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the new Jitney. Oh, okay. And oh, um, you pay a little more. And you can't get on and not pay. It happens constantly on Muni. But on Jitney, you got to pay to get on, so you know you're going to be with people that have taken a shower. Now, a lot of people don't like it because it doesn't have handicap access. You know, you can't get a, a wheelchair I, on there. Last time but we were on the podcast, they said that they were going to be adding. They that. are going to be adding that. And as you know, I don't believe in people in wheelchairs being able to get on buses. You think because they they're can already fly. they have their own vehicle already. Got it. Now, if it's uh-huh. if it's one that you've got to push yourself, yeah, you can get on. But if you got a motorized one, see. Finch, That's you're on the podcast equivalent of a guy with a tinfoil hat. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I say. If you've got a motorized... That's why I'm on the bus. I don't have a motorized vehicle. It goes vehicle. two miles per hour, five miles per hour. Hey, What's wrong with you? I'll tell you, you put on the Finch files, you press play, and you enjoy yourself on your, your destination. <laughs> right, right. Don't loop him there in you with go. your discrimination. I'm trying to get him on my side. All right, I was... Okay. <laughs> I was going to go too far, but I didn't. So you, you should be proud yeah, of me. So anyway, but yeah. everyone's calling it like a jitney car because it's it's a derogatory term. They're calling mm. it a jitney mm. because you and I've, I used to use those too. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> you could deal with those guys. Hey man, I only got a buck. Okay, boom, get in. Right. But they they are a typical business. Once they had to shut down, they were shut down for two days a couple weeks ago, and they had to get the, everything taken care of. And to make an explanation why they were shut down, they said, for riders looking to support, please sign our petition. It will help keep us as a transit option in San Francisco. So they didn't really address why they were closed down. They made it sound like the, the man, man. The man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, after yeah. Him, so Big like bad that. Uber. Is yeah, trying to... exactly. So I... I have a quick question before we get even he actually more. raised his hand. I'm going to, because I, I know we've got a script, okay. but I'm very disruptive. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, here's my question. Peter Finch. Yes. If you had to have one street in San Francisco named after you, what would it, what would it be? I think it would be Peter Finch Street. Yeah. What do you? What? You mean taking over another one like oh, Cesar Chavez did to Army? Oh, of course, okay. that's what I mean. All right. All right well, before all right. you answer, yeah. I'm also against Cesar Chavez over Army. Cesar Chavez should have had an equally longer name. They should have given Cesar. Ch- I'm not it's saying the don't give him a street. Of it? Think about it. You live at 24 Army Street. 24 Army. Boom. You've written that down on your envelope like that. <laughs> now they change it to Caesar, Chavez, Parkway. You couldn't Parkway even fit that on too? a DMV with the little squares where you got to put in each letter. No, PKY. It's P- not fair. Parkway. They should have found a longer street to switch anyway, the name. Anyway, I okay, asked now you our beloved guest. Well, if we're going Jeez. length, then, yeah, Geary Boulevard. <laughs> oh, you know? Yeah, that goes all the way out. You know? Yeah, there you that's go. That's true. All the yeah. way out to Sutro. Yeah. yeah, that's not a bad idea. What about you? I like Columbus. I like Columbus. Uh, the nice diagonal kind of yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a nice little view. Unique. It's you know, it's kind of it's far enough away from downtown that you don't feel like you're in horrible downtown, but it's close enough that you feel like you're right. in yeah. horrible downtown. And I shall take Lombard. Oh, the crookedest right. street in the world, a little predictable. Wait, because yeah. of the I know it's predictable. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because of the squiggly? No. 
How dare you? Because you like because <laughs> you like Russian tourists walking. No, I'll on tell you? you why. Because it takes you to Pioneer Park at the top of Telegraph Hill. Okay, it takes you to Pioneer Park at the top. Of He's Telegraph a tour guide. He knows his. Oh, exactly. yeah, is yeah. That, that's where the the reservoir. It is, does the have empty the reservoir. No, no, no. That's at Hyde. Oh, okay. Lombard comes all the way off the bridge off of Doyle Avenue. Boom! You're on Lombard. You come through that part of town. Right, right, right. You go Cow up. Hollow. Yeah, you go through Cow Hollow between Cow Hollow and the marina. You're on so right you're down the street. You're, like you, that. you're you a marina girl. Hill. That's what you're saying. You're a marina girl. You go up Russian Hill. He is actually wearing yoga pants right now. Oh, and he's not denying it. Underneath my my khakis, right. <laughs> then you go down the crooked part, and then you go down into North Beach, and then up to Coit Tower. It's and you got views, and it's beautiful the whole way. So anyway, that's my street now. Let's okay. get that going. Let's get that campaign going. All right. Um, Next topic, Bart. You know what? We're not going to do Bart. Why? I always when I when I put Bart on there, I'm like. It turns, I'm going to get so angry. Contentious? Yeah, yeah. We, we don't need that. We're not trying to be a shock no. Yeah, we okay. want to We want right. to look cool Next. for Peter Finch. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So no more shock. Let's go right to animal obituaries. Okay. Okay. <laughs> now, do you know the state bird? God, I wish it was the Finch. It's quail. I it's wish quail. it was the oh, Finch. Oh, yeah, the yeah. Finch would be good. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. We do need a more Peter Finch-centric city. I've always said that. Or a uh, bird. <laughs> or a state. Yeah. yeah. Right. Now, yeah. do you know what the San Francisco city bird is? Wait, so the state bird is quail? It's the quail. It's okay. a California quail. San Francisco, San Francisco has a has city an bird? official city bird. It's got to yes. be a pigeon. There are so many <laughs> out there. That's a very good point. Yeah. What about a parrot? A parrot could work, too. Oh, yeah. 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 The, well, what are they, cherry heads? Seagulls. Head? Yeah, seagulls. seagulls. Yeah. Also the quail. Oh, oh, it's okay. also the quail. The California quail is the Come on, city bird. Gavin Newsom. I knew he probably. Yeah, we want quails. <laughs> anyway, the, was, that, was that supposed to be <laughs> Gavin Newsom? I don't know. Jerry Brown came out there. I don't uh, know what that. I felt uh, like you know what that was. That was Batman from the last few movies. What's his yeah, name? The right. British guy, right? Christian yeah. Bale. I'm Quail Man. Yeah. Right. <laughs> anyway, mm-hmm. there is only one quail left in, in San, San Francisco. Francisco? Yeah, they've wow. been since the '90s. Their population has been going down to now we're down to just one guy. Where do they live? Where? where yeah, where is this bird? He lives in the Presidio, in uh, a cage of some kind. I hope. I don't know. No, no, he is a wild bird. His name is Ishi, and you know the story of Ishi. He was the last Ishi Indian in San Francisco. Oh, wow. yeah. good knowledge. Yeah, well, I got the knowledge. Yeah. Have you ever met Gary Radnich? I have. Yeah, because that's that's a line. He's a good knowledge, <laughs> phenomenal knowledge. Uh, he's a three-year-old male, and they're blaming cats. Nice. Oh, oh. the play. They say it's horrible. He couldn't take it. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Uh, it got all the way out here. The Fantastics <laughs> is because of. Um, yeah, it says, but they think whether they're even domesticated or wild, cats taking out everything, and quails. I don't think they're flightless, but they like to walk. Quails and partridges are they the same thing? Not sure. No, I don't. I have no idea. But clearly, we need to introduce more coyotes into San Francisco yeah, there to you solve go. the yeah. cat do it. killing quail we'll just problem. Just teach Ishii how to fly. A quick coyote story, and I, I was telling Can you, you SK, yeah. very okay. quick. But Finch, um, let's yeah, go. let's go. Living down in Moss Beach these days, right at the coast. Oh, yeah. But we've got a little uh, mountain behind us, a little hill. I'm walking the dog at daybreak. Uh, you know, Posey. His name's Posey. Buster Posey. Gotcha. Of course. I thought you named uh, for Parker. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. And I'm walking him, and I hear a noise. I look back. Oh, there's a coyote there. Oh, there's two coyotes. There. He had a play date with three coyotes. Wow. Yeah, and he and. And so I'm, he's outnumbered, and I'm going, okay, you know. Um, Peter? Yeah. You were outnumbered. <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. 
I can me see, no, I see the mitts on him. Peter Finch could have <laughs> Oh, I could have taken yeah, his coyotes. Yeah, but his dog would have been like, yeah, we were, we're best friends. Right, yeah. Right. No, my coy- my dog's a little bit bigger than coyotes. He kind of looks like a coyote. He's a German Shepherd mutt mix. Uh, um, but, you know, they were like yapping at each other. And I said, Posey, come over here. And he starts to come to me. And one of the coyotes follows him. In this, and I'm like, no, no, you stay back with the other coyotes. Posey, you come to me. And... Thankfully, they listened. Posey nice. came to me. The coyote turned back. But the, the weird thing about coyotes, and I have encountered several of them, they're either they're super stealth, really quiet, which is creepy. They run right by you, and it's, or they have that high-pitched yap, 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 yap. That's, yeah. And they're both so creepy, yeah. you know. So anyway. Um, that's would you my... say they're wily? <laughs> wily coyote. How long? No, don't. No, that's that's not yeah, Bell. Yeah, that's I know. Not Bell. I agree, Bell Peter. I agree, Peter. Thank you, Finn. So anyway, that yeah, was we are my... getting a little morning zooey, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> we. Uh, no, that's interesting. You mentioned that with the yelping too, because there was one in McLaren Park recently that was howling. Oh. And I didn't know they howled. I didn't either, actually. Thinking, is it was it a coyote or a werewolf? Or was it a wolf? A werewolf. Well, sure, the werewolf. A man. What if it was a werewolf? Yeah, I. That's Warren I, Zevon's brother Chad wrote Werewolves of San Francisco. Chad Zevon. Chad Zevon. Oh yeah, did you ever meet Warren Zevon? <laughs> I did. I did not. Oh, okay. I, one of the. Few. I have a problem with that song. Werewolves what? of London. I just. It's Sweet Home Alabama. It's the same song. Why did we put Warren Zevon? What other songs does he have that we can like? Because they they did a whole like tribute to him at the Grammys or something yeah. like after he died. Does he really deserve? Like, is it I don't just know. Me I know Dave Letterman loved him, so really? okay, okay. That's, that's fine. And yeah. that album that Werewolves of London was on was a classic. Yeah. That was a great right. album. I guess I should Send not judge his whole career yeah, based on one, one song, song, but still. Yeah. All right. Well, fair enough. Yeah. Now he's coming on here and telling me. Well, no. I, yeah, yeah. Well, no, maybe if you no. came to the table prepared. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So anyway, we got in the quail thing. We got in the coyote thing. The only thing really left to talk about is the Iditarod dogs are juicing. <laughs> I just wonder how they get them to pee into a cup. Yeah. I, you know. <laughs> but anyway, so What's yeah, the, the Iditarod dogs mm. tested positive for uh, performance enhancing drugs. Yeah, I th- yeah, it was some sort of, uh, what was it for? Was it the cocaine again? Uh, yeah. It just now they're gonna have to put an asterisk next to the winner. Yeah, the race, you <laughs> know? so sad. Oh man, the yeah. integrity of that sport yeah. is now shot. well to me. It is just the game hasn't been the same since Clifford. <laughs> Okay, well, that's enough of that. What do you say we wait, start? Wait, wait, no. I- <laughs> yeah! yeah. Come on, red dog. Gosh yeah. darn it. <laughs> this is very morning zoo, actually. Uh, I think you have, a, you have a bad influence on this people. New London and Engelman. Yeah. What do you, you don't need voices? I mean, we asked this before. But- well, and, you, you know, it's just got to come out when people exactly. aren't expecting Sometimes. it. Exactly. And so that, that made it all the more impressive that you did it when we asked you to do it. Yeah, it wasn't um, very good though. Well, that's all right. You tried, you know. And Wait a second. This is not a show where we give out participation trophies. Oh, oh yeah, really? Yes. You haven't have seen? I got do... a bunch of them under oh, my desk. Man. Why haven't I ever gotten one? You haven't participated. Well. Ah. Uh, actually, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm having too much fun, and, and, and we're not even sad. drinking alcohol. There you go. Drink your Arizona. Grape. Okay. Well, let's do this first thing though. Oh, we should do commercials. Let's do a quick commercial before we. Let's do a read. Let's do a or... live read. Well, you know what? Uh, have you ever heard of Bridal Fitness Coach, Peter? No. No? They were actually... Well, what's wrong with you? Everyone I know, else has. I know. Jeez. They were, last year, was it? They were voted in the top five of all the 
bridal fitness. Bridal no, fitness. No, no, no. Not fitness. bridal fitness. A fitness no, thing. Fitness online. No. Something. No, it's not. Way to sell it. <laughs> we're, yeah. the worst, we're the worst sponsors. Oh, yeah. We've That's done what some. it is. We, we mm-hmm. give horrible readings and do terrible commercials. We make up for it in quantity. We'll, we'll do. We'll talk about this for about five minutes now. <laughs> right. We actually give them way more that instead of like. Duh, yeah. This is right, go to. Right. Yeah. It's blah, not going to make exactly. you sound good, but we're going to say. Your yeah. Name they're not going to remember. They're going to be like, "Who are these buffoons?" Well, yes. and, what, and what was it? What was the name again? It's Bridal Fit. Very good. Bridal yeah. Fitness Coach. We start. We've done this thing ninety times now. Oh, we've okay. done this commercial so oftentimes we'll make up. So we have. We've had characters do it. We've had guys from the Giants do it. Well, not real guys from the Giants. Brides, you're getting ready for the big day. Don't forget you, and not just how you look, but how you feel, your state of mind. You need Bridal Fitness Coach. About making a commitment to your health and well-being for the rest of your life, whether your wedding day is next year or next month, Bridal Fitness Coach is there. Make sure you're looking and feeling fabulous. With a Bridal Fitness Coach trainer by your side, you will be provided with a tailor-made fitness program that fits your goals time frame and budget you'll be trained at a gym with private access in your home or office or over to the internet skype facetime brides bridal parties grooms too to schedule a free consultation go to you don't have to spell it by the way oh www.bridalfitnesscoach.com or call 415-317-6827 that number again yes thank you 415-317 6827 Bridal Fitness Coach Make a commitment Oh, oh my god Oh my oh, god that, that was you, incredible You will be paid nothing for that <laughs> Oh, hello, you gave me Oh, that's right, you did get your grape. No, 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 we're adding that to your tab. So let's not be, that was incredible, Peter Finch. I felt like I was, I got tinglies. I was like, I feel like I'm listening to the radio. I've done it for a long time, my friends. Yeah, that was good. Finch files, boys and girls, Finch files. I wonder if I could have them do the Amazon button. No, no, no. You want to just say it? No, let's skip it later. Yeah, skip it later. You just said skip it later. You know so what I mean. Yeah, that's what we're doing so, right, right after you just showed me up, okay, what am I supposed to do? Here's what you do. What? You need to feel better about yourself. Right. So I need to buy Pop-Tarts. In order exactly. to buy my Pop-Tarts, instead of going to poptarts.com, which I'm sure exists, maybe poptarts.gov. Yeah, it is. It instead does of exist. Going there. Here's the thing. Poptarts.com does exist. Don't let your kids go there, all right? Yeah. Ooh, you don't want to go to that uh, so it's, go to pop instead of going to Pop Tarts to buy my Pop Tarts or Safeway.com. First, I go to skmorton.com, click on the Amazon button, which is available right. on every page. Then it takes me automatically, like a magical Magically. chorus, exactly. over a chorus, like a magical carousel, over to Amazon.com, where I can purchase my Pop Tarts as many as I would like prefer. Now, do I have to pay more for my Pop Tarts when I purchase them through Amazon after going through SK Morton? You do not. Good, because I'm going to do it all the time and I'm going to buy. So, But through doing that process, skmorton.com gets a little kickback. Yes. Right? Unfortunately, in this case, they give me half a Pop-Tart. But if you buy anything else, we get a little bit of cash. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so, so anyway, go to skmorton.com, then go to Amazon. And well, it'll do it for you. The, Once you click, click on the on button. Click on the Amazon button. You're there. You shop as you normally would. Everyone's happy. Thank you, you silly guys goose. very much. Good night. <laughs> were just as good at that you were yeah Peter. you could you learn a lot as perhaps good. better you could learn a lot thank from you us. i just like how you put the emphasis on tart pop tart <laughs> as opposed to pop tart i wh- what do you think radio <laughs> school is for 
He went to radio school. Radio school. He went to Fresno Downtown Upstairs Radio School. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With Martha T. Lipton. Oh, who are the people in your neighborhood? In your neighborhood. In your neighborhood. Say, who are the people in your neighborhood? Okay, now we get to the whole point of all of this. We're going to talk with Mr. Peter Finch. Peter Finch is a radio personality and much, much more, of course. Not just a radio personality, unless your whole identity is you know, wrapped up in that. And then you're a radio personality. You know, okay. Yeah, we don't want to miss mispronoun miss pronoun Peter Finch. But I can say for myself, I have been listening to him for, I mean, I... Don't please, remember please when don't you started. Please don't say since I was a kid. No, no. I would say, no, no. Well, I would say as, as in my twenties. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I can 20s. live with that. I was a carpenter. Yeah. And we had. Was she a lady? If you were a carpenter. <laughs> That's yeah, right. Yeah. 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 No. 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 And then you spent twenty no, years. No, I in the did desert. that ironically. <laughs> um, but so you were a carpenter in your twenties. I was a carpenter in my twenties, and we would have K Fog playing, and we would hear Peter Finch. Uh, and KML before that, I gotta admit, I was in high school. Yeah, KML, well, yeah. yeah. I, I, I was just KML. out of college. I was actually just at uh, an '80s gig because I'm in, I'm fronting an '80s band right now. Right. And I, we were at a gig. Uh, final replay, was, you can say. Final it. replay. And we were at a gig last Friday, and the, you know it was Halloween, so everybody's dressing up. And one guy dressed as his '80s regalia, and he had a KML pin. And I'm oh, like, oh nice. my god, KML! Did it have the camel on it? No, but it, it just had the the KML. letters. So it was black and it yeah. had white letters, but like. He and I both were like, oh, remember KMEL? Remember KSJO? You know, both of those have like, you know, right. gone the wayside. But KMEL, you used to call it, actually had the camel with the headphones. It was oh, the yeah. logo on there. I remember that very, no, very light. No, you don't. No, I came here in 96. I remember that. Yeah, that was more like 85. Yeah, it was well, switched yeah. format And where do I remember it? I don't yeah. know. I don't, maybe they got some... more poppy. They were like Green Day. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah, no, You're totally. thinking of KFOG, I think. No, KMEL, 98.5. No, no KMEL is 106.1. Yeah. <laughs> no, what was 90? Oh, KOME, that's what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, yeah, KOME oh, used to be. Yeah. Yeah, that was where you'd hear the hard wait, stuff. So KMEL was an album-oriented rock station until 1984. This whole time. The ratings weren't <laughs> doing as well. I mean, so then it flipped to a more urban format. <laughs> And I more see. urban, you know what that means. Uh, <laughs> Filipino. Uh, but I was, no, I was thinking, okay, so this whole time, yeah, I've just, went to I've just right, this whole yeah. time, I thought we were talking about KOME. Oh, no, 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 no. Gosh, wow. Darn it. Well, what our, a silly our work goose here I is am. done. Yeah, then. okay. Yeah. Well, we finished yeah. that. We've, we've educated you. Well, we talked about KOME. And oh, okay. The KOME sticker would look like a yeah. yellow yeah. warning sign on the road. Because yeah. it was wild, had the camel man. Wow. with the headphones. And KRQR was oh, the rock. Yeah, yeah, that's okay, right. That's, that's right. right. Yeah. And they had the lobster yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, did you ever meet that guy? I have. Was he a little uh, thick? Was he like not? I, no, I, I haven't spent a lot of time with him, but he's a nice enough guy. I'm sure he's nice. Yeah, but, I mean, I wouldn't. I, I, wouldn't yeah, I mean, S.K. Morton's nice, but he's bad. Uh, head to head in Jeopardy, I think yeah, I beat him. Yeah, <laughs> but but he's a very nice man. That's exactly how I compare people too. I could beat that guy in Jeopardy. <laughs> I've challenged Hillary Clinton. Okay, so we're going to oh. talk to Peter, because he's a person in our neighborhood. Way more cool than we are. Way, way more cool. Even as old as he is, with one <laughs> foot in the grave, he's still way cooler than us. That's very true. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Even us combined couldn't really. <laughs> All right, so tell us, let's start with, you know, the, the basic. Where where'd you get pooted out and uh, go to school and everything like that? Native Californian, originally born, raised North San Diego County till I was 12, 
Uh, folks broke up when I was six, lived with various parents or relatives, uh, did junior high in the East Bay in Richmond. I was living in El Cerrito. High school, I was back with mom in Santa Maria, California, which is south of San Luis Obispo, a town that if you're a radio geek and as a high school kid and you hang out at the radio stations that at some point they say, okay, kid, get on the air. So I was first paid to be a DJ on the radio when I was 17, a junior in high wow, school. Nice. Yeah. Uh, about that time, a summer school class I uh, took on radio TV. The textbook was really cool, and it said the author, Stuart Hyde, was a professor at San Francisco State University. I said, I'm going to go there. All right. My best paying your dues story, I'm at San Francisco State living in the dorms. I land a job as a weekend DJ at a radio station in Monterey, KWAV, K-Wave. But you were living down here? Or I was living in, in the in dorms Monterey. at San Francisco State. Wow. Got a weekend job in Monterey. Did not own a car. I would catch Sam Trans to the airport Saturday morning, catch a United flight to Monterey, <laughs> walk across the street to the radio station, do a, the six to midnight shift, sleep on a slept on a couch in the women's restroom, got up because that's where <laughs> I it do was. that every night. That's yeah. its own story. <laughs> uh, got up, did the noon to six shift, walked back across the street, caught a flight back to San Francisco, cleared about ten dollars a weekend. Yeah, it's a paying your dues story for wow. sure. Wow. So I did that for a while. Um, How long's a while? Maybe seven months. Yeah, living That's a long time. I know, I know, but it, it, you know, yeah. Uh, and then my senior, uh, as a junior, I got in as an intern at KMEL mm -hmm. uh, in the news department back when rock stations actually did some news then. But I also got on then about the time I graduated as the weekend overnight DJ there. So I was doing that for a while. Um, but then the 1984 Democratic National Convention was held at Moscone Center. Right. I covered it freelance for about six rock stations around the country. Nice. Yep. Right after it was over, KMEL goes to that other format. I'm out of work. One of my clients had been a station in Colorado in the Denver Boulder market. Uh -huh. So I went there and I did news, uh, morning news on this FM kind of hippie rock station uh, for about eight years. The studios like were in Boulder, Skinner Colorado. Type of... No, no. Leonard Skinner was way too heavy. We're talking more like... Black uh, Crows? Uh, hey, 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 yeah, hey, watch oh, it. We may have played some Black Crows ah, there, but there was, um, you know... I like the Black Crows. Yeah, <laughs> we, we were in the granola belt there, so there was a lot of touchy, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, you're Bob Dylan, and you're, you know, you're kind of uh, singer-songwriter stuff. Dad might sneak in there every once in a while. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Plenty of Grateful Dead. Edie Brickell and the New Bohemians, right. of course. Now they're um, the old Bohemians. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, right. So, any there for eight years, left... Came back um, and landed a job at KFOG Radio, uh, where I was part of the morning show and did these Fog right. Files features yeah. for 18 years. 18 hmm. years. Uh, left there, did three years at KGO Radio as the uh, evening news co-anchor. Um, got a call one day from the general manager. Oh, I'm sorry, I, I'm not doing this in person. I didn't know you had the day off today. It was my son's birthday. Uh, we're making it go in a different direction at night. Your services are no longer needed. Oh, you know, yeah. this was three months after I'd been inducted into the Bay Area Radio Hall of Fame. So oh, it was like, okay, right, yeah. and it all came crashing down. Uh, but so what I did then, 
at this point in my career, didn't feel like picking up and moving, you know. Uh, so I started a podcast, as one does, and then I landed a job at Alcatraz Island at the Cell House, which is what I do these days. I work at the Cell House at Alcatraz, and then I put out my podcast. There at Alcatraz, he's known as Vicky. Yeah. What? Now, what, <laughs> what do you do there? Um, I am call, I, I'm a visitor service representative, which means I and my, uh, my fellow workers greet people at the cell house. We set them up with their audio players. We answer any questions they have. I know a lot about Alcatraz if you guys have any questions. The audio players are offered in 11 different languages. I can explain them in six different languages. Wow. Let's pretend this is the audio player. Uh, I already was. Okay, so your choices are French, English, Spanish, German, Portuguese, Italian. Italiano. Okay. Questo è molto semplice. Primera il bottone verde per iniziare. Primera il bottone rosso se si vuole mettere in pausa. Più forte, più basso. Il tuo re corrente cinque minuti essendo al piano superiore sotto il cartello che dice tour starts here. Se hai del domanda o tuo letturario c'è qualcuno al piano di sopra ti aiutare. That was good. Huh? Yes. Thank you. Thank you very much. I understood about a third of that. What? <laughs> he was talking about making it softer, making it louder. Yeah. Oh, you know a little Italian. Basso. Italian yeah. 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 Basso. Basso. My ultimate goal is all 11 languages. We'll see if I get there or not. What was the uh, name of Capone's band? Capone's band that he played at Alcatraz. Oh, the Rock the, Islanders. The Rock Islanders. Yeah. Hey, oh, and yeah, you know that yeah, too. Yeah. Played banjo. Trying yeah. to be all fancy. Yeah. Uh, there's yeah. There's one song. Uh, I think you can hear it on YouTube. The song he wrote. I can't remember the name of it. Seriously? Now, but, yeah, but it's someone someone got I a totally hold of the music and, and recorded isn't it, it. Isn't yeah. it? I totally kill people. What is <laughs> that? <laughs> That's what it was. Yes. So wow, that was a lot of stuff. I had about forty-five minutes of questions that he just covered well, in about two can, minutes. You can go back. Oh, it's, it's okay. oh yeah, let's yeah. go back. Yeah. No, that was good because now we've got the high points. Now we're going to go back and get into detail. Uh, if that's okay, sure. Unless, unless hide, Finch right? ruined everything by now. No, no, Did no, no, he no, ruin no. it? Did I ruin it? Did no. Finch ruin it? No. I just like that okay. you asked me. You know, do am I Peter or Pete? And Peter, you just call me Finch. Yeah, because, just, <laughs> and that's fine. I, I, you know, I'm fine with well, that. Is that okay? Yeah, I just yeah no. I didn't do it on purpose. It just feels more fun. Sure. No, which reminds me, by the way, because you were at the in '84 the DNC convention. Yeah. Did you meet Geraldine Ferraro? I did not. Oh. I I got my mic in Jimmy Carter's face. Oh, really? Yeah. Got and him. I, and, and I like... I kind of ran interference for Connie Chung as she was trying to get closer oh, really? to the stage. Yeah, because I'm like six four. You know, she knows and... karate. Oh, does she? I did not <laughs> know that. <laughs> Come on, yeah. man. Yeah. That what? we we didn't even need to do that on this one. We were being good. <laughs> oh, was that racist? No, it wasn't. Oh. Uh, but what do you could mean take it, it wasn't? Way. Look, I, I, I'm that's half an old Puerto joke. Rican. I do that to he all my friends. He has a black wife. So I do. We are. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We're, we're allowed to. What will my parents say? Oh, so uh, we're allowed to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why he's only half Italian. Yeah, so. that's <laughs> there you go. But, <laughs> okay, so you did mostly like your audio magazine right. pieces. And the news, but you, were you a music guy too? I mean, did you did were you a yeah, John I, Fever type? Yeah, I, I've always I've been a music fan for years, and I started out as I mentioned as a DJ and thought right, that's right. what I was going to do. And then at some point, 
I discovered that in commercial radio, they tell, pretty much tell you what to play and what to say and figured out that news was more interesting to me, especially doing it on a rock station where it, would, it didn't have to be, you know, if, if it bleeds, it leads or something right, like right. that. You could do more issue-oriented station. And, um, you know, I got to cover a couple political conventions. I got to go to Nicaragua for a couple of weeks. I got to cover three Super Bowls. So, you know. I, One of which was the Raiders, right? No, uh, oh, was that Niners. was I covered the Raiders victory parade back oh, in the day. Right. Okay. But for several years while I was in Colorado, they have had oh, me covering the Denver right. Broncos. The Broncos. It was the Broncos the were winning a lot of when them. they would get well, but they would get blown yeah, out in the would. Super Bowl yeah. every time, and I'd as, go in their as locker room the way God wanted it. To be. <laughs> <laughs> but Here's, yeah, so I mean, I always uh, most of my career, I was like part of the morning show, hanging out like I am with you guys now. And thank you. Yeah, and doing the news, but then. I I'd also go out and interview people and get all these interesting stories. And then I'd take it back and I'd mix in some music or some sound. And that's what was the Fog Files at KFOG. It became the Finch Files at KGO. And now it's in this longer form podcast, the Finch Files, stories from San Francisco and beyond. Peter, you have a question. I do. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Finchy. Uh, hey, we can raise, I, I didn't even think about raising my hand. So it was Finch. Now it's Finchy. And we'll see by the end of the show uh, what fin- it is. Yeah. Finchtastic. Here's yeah. what I think. <laughs> Finchorama. Uh, Finchorudy. Um, hmm. I have a question. So sure. uh, you talked about um, not being able to choose what you want to play. Yeah. When you were down by San Luis Obispo when you first started, were you deciding what you wanted to play at that point? Yeah, even then, no. That would have been 1976 is when I first went on the air. And we actually had file cards that, like, you know, we could work in songs every now and then as long as we didn't go too far out there. So, you know, the days of the DJs, like, picking their own songs and doing all that, that pretty much went away, I'd say, by the early to mid-'70s. I mean... There was a really interesting book. It was called Hip Capitalism. It was about how KSAN Radio started out as like this FM underground rock station, a bunch of hippies, and nobody even wanted to be the program director. They wanted it to be an autonomous collective. (laughs) And then it got bought by Metro Media, whatever. So corporate America saw this youth explosion of the 60s, and, you know, they were trying to co-opt it, uh, you know, make money off it. So they bought these rock stations, and that's when you started to see playlists. And even for you guys back in the day listening to KOME or KMEL, uh, you know, you might have liked the songs they were playing, but the DJs weren't saying, oh, I think they'd like to hear this right now. It'd be, this is what came up. Right. Did you ever hear that Frank Zappa interview where he talked about the differences between the the 60s and the experimental? So what he said in this interview, he said back in the 60s, the, the guys at the record companies would go, I don't know. I don't know what's cool. Yeah. Hey, g- kid who looks like a hippie who's mopping, tell us what's good. Oh, okay, this is good. All right, go for it. Whatever. <laughs> and they were much more experimental. Yeah. Then 10, 15 years later, that kid who was mopping up is now an executive, and now he knows because he's got built-in hippiness, right. even though he's older and out of touch. Now All he right. knows. Down, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, no, no I'm, I'm going off of Zappa. I, I'm, I'm impressed. I'm and so impressed. that's what yeah. he—that's what Zappa said. He yeah. said, "Now they're a lot less in touch." And obviously, this was an interview from probably like mid '80s, late yeah. late '80s. Yeah. But he said that's why they were more corporate because now they think they know what should be played and what's cool. I don't know. What do you think about? Yeah, no, that that makes sense. That makes total sense you know and then you know this whole notion of what's cool though i mean 
a lot of people considered KMEL like corporate rock, you know, and then you had the deadheads who are people that were listening to other stuff. And that's when punk came in, too, mm-hmm. in the late 70s, early right. 80s. And that was kind of the downfall of, of KSAN as a rock station because they went way into punk. And a lot of that stuff, you know, didn't people just didn't land right. People. It didn't find a mass audience, so that kind of until hurt Green them Day there. came along. Yeah, actually, uh, yeah. Now they have now Green Day's album is called Revolution Radio. Ew, okay, ew. Right. I'm sorry. Ew. I'm sorry. I brought it up. You have to admit though that American Idiot is a classic, right? I'm, Will I'm, you give me I that? I can't put a, I can't put a, an opinion on it with it. And and you know what? I haven't even heard the album. I just don't like that name. I just all think right. that's a cool okay, name. I, I will. You know, all right. So one cool thing about my years, especially on KFOG, yeah. is that for 18 years, I'd get up at 3 a.m. to go to work. That wasn't the cool part. Oh, oh that I, sounds yeah, so cool. Uh, yeah, right. I'd have to <laughs> miss, you know, I, I saw <laughs> the first three songs of so many great concerts. And then I was like, oh, I got to go home and go to bed. But I was there. I was there. Conversely, there. you know, there was a day when... Um, uh, SK, where you're sitting right now, you would have been Elvis Costello. I was going to bring up guitar. Elvis Costello. Yeah, yeah, sitting right there playing your guitar. Steve Miller one time, same thing, yeah. sitting right next to me. He did Take the Money and Run acoustic, and that uh-huh. part where... Right, yeah. You I got so to do wanted it? to do that, uh, but I didn't. I didn't. I restrained myself. That ended up on a KFOG Live from the archives, so Steve Miller performed. Right. So, you know, these people would come in the studio, so that was kind of awesome, nice. you know. Yeah. So coming up, who, what did you love? What was the music that you you loved to listen to? I, um, I was in high school at a time when uh, a lot of my friends and I were listening to prog rock, prog- so bands like Yes uh-huh. and Emerson, okay. Lake, and Palmer, right. and and then Queen came along, and I got into like the you know the Eagles. It was hard not right. to love some of what the Eagles were doing. Right. Um, I got into I, I some artists that were less well known, like Joan Armitrading and Steve Forbert came along. Uh, and then some, some of the, you know, I, I wasn't a big Sex Pistols fan, but, um, Ian Drury, sex and drugs and rock and roll, you know, yeah, that's right. Uh, you know, no, Ian Drury and, uh, Ramones. I like the Ramones. No, you don't. Uh, Nobody oh, likes okay. Ramones. My, oh, okay, con- my contention is every- they don't like the Ramones. They like T-shirts. Yeah. That's what I think. <laughs> no, Rock and Roll High School was a great what movie. What I always say. People yeah. always forget Rock and Roll yeah. High School. Yeah, oh, no, that was a great movie. You know You know what's become the new Ramones shirt? Nirvana. Have you oh, noticed yes. all yeah. these pretty yes. Kardashian? What they do is they put on shirts that have like Nirvana, like, like that's their new thing. <laughs> uh-huh. So like your new Ramones. Oh, okay. Is can I, I, all right, Nirvana. so can I tell you? All right, so. Nirvana story? No. Oh, okay. It's a weird Al Yankovic story. Oh, really? Yeah. Almost, almost as cool as Nirvana. Now he's I the love, deep no, cuts. I love, I love yeah. weird Al. <laughs> no, it, it, so, I mean, I, I'm working in Colorado, and I saw all these classic shows at Red Rocks. Legendary oh, yeah. venue. Yanni. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> no, Midnight Oil, Australian band. Oh, really? Oh, they yeah. were, that, that was one of the best shows I saw. They I got, scored a, a, a movie uh, starring Farrah Fawcett. Oh, really? Wow. No, no, no. Beds are burning. No. Oh, and, yeah, Ew. Clever, yeah. ew. No. ew. No, he said yeah. I was clever. Well, it was clever, but Finch, it was also on, ew. Everyone yeah. be quiet. Okay. Peter Finch said I was clever. <laughs> no, he said what it was might have been kind of, sort of. It's going at the end, Anyway, So, okay, Grateful Dead, I got cussed out by a deadhead because I left early, but I had to get up the next day. It's like, <laughs> why did so you, you even get at, the tickets? So you left at five hours in? That's <laughs> yeah. right. right. Uh, but I saw Weird Al Yankovic open for the Monkees. 
That's oh, really? intense. Yes. Oh, that's intense. Intense. I don't know if that's. Was it all four of them? Uh, no, no. Yeah, that's when Mike Nesmith wasn't touring with them. But I, I did the stage announcements. I brought on Weird Al. Wow. Yeah. But and during Weird Al's set, my wife are sit and I are sitting there, and right behind us, there's a young woman, very attractive. She knew every Weird Al song, every lyric. Yeah, and, dude. and I actually, I interviewed Weird Al once. I was like, D -d you know, do you have groupies? And <laughs> kind of no. <laughs> but um, backstage, Mickey Dolan's had the putter and was practicing his golf. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, that's my hardcore rock and roll story. <laughs> being backstage at a Weird you know, Al show. It seems like Weird Al, and I didn't, I don't know, I'm, I doubt the monkeys are like everyone's, you know, but like it seems like a I Weird Al show. Everyone's sitting. Yeah, you're gonna have an older crowd who have uh, a fondness for the monkeys, and we, I tell you, I don't go to the Fillmore anymore. The last show at the Fillmore right. was the Black Crows. And I love the Black Crows, but I don't want to stand. I want to sit down. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I've, have you have you discovered house concerts? Like Lo in people's houses? Yes. I have not. I, I have actually broken into a couple of houses. And, uh, <laughs> have you done house time. concerts? Yeah, I usually put on a DVD. Yeah, you put if, something on. If I can on, find, yeah, I can find cars somewhere. or finding you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, my wife and I have hosted a few. Chuck Prophet, who's a friend, he really? played in our backyard one day. Wow. Um, Matt Nathanson, he played in our living room. and he, uh, See, I'm dropping names now. No, I'm, drop names. Well, Please. Yeah. <laughs> Get us attention. We are desperate. Andy Dick. Oh, my God. <laughs> he came on our show on KFOG. He had a band and... And they had like what? I think they had been up all night and they were totally, totally baked and they come in and he's singing but he's got a young woman who's got like a notebook who's flipping the pages so he can read the lyrics. That's and his stuff Yoko. Like that. I get yeah. well. I don't know. You, didn't you interview Yoko? No? I did. Yeah, many years ago. I think I had a mullet when I interviewed her. <laughs> but yeah, she uh, she it was an exhibit of John's art in Denver and. Uh, yeah, nice woman. I enjoyed yeah. talking to her. Grace Slick was a favorite moment. Oh, yeah. Tell well, me, tell because me. Because here's why. She Not was, Pete, just tell uh, me. She, yeah, okay. So I'm going to ignore you, <laughs> Peter. You yeah, okay. Eye contact with there you. There we are. No, she came on our show once on KFOG, and she's saying how Jefferson Airplane was great. Jefferson Starship, nah. You know, Jefferson Air. And I beg to differ with her because, again, child of the 70s, I really liked Jefferson Starship. Right. So, while she was there, we got out one of my favorite Jefferson Starship songs. Jane. Uh, not Jane. You don't oh like Jane? No. And then you I, I like Jane. Really? Okay, sorry. <laughs> uh, no, so it's like, uh, and she doesn't sing on it. I wanted one that she That's sang That's true, on. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, all right, Grace, we're going to play the song. To, you know, she puts on the headphones, and she listens to it. Uh, and play on love she just belts that out and you know she's into it and it's kind of that deal where when you've got headphones on you don't know how loud you're singing right, she's right. singing along but at the end i won her over she conceded that not everything jefferson starship did was dreck so that was my uh, yeah I mean, now what about just starship I mean, did you ask her if she was licensed to build this city on rock and roll? <laughs> that, <yeah. laughs> I was I was on KMEL one morning, like at two a.m. when um, Mickey Hart, who was then the lead singer right. for the Jefferson Starship, called and said he was driving around with some friends and would I play the new song? It might have been might that have been. one. It might either that or Jane. It was well, yeah, but Jane. They were still Jefferson Starship. Okay, uh, there was another one that, that came the, out off of that. It, that it, was a, it was like a ballad Jane, that Jane. came out after. Is that I like one? Jane, Jane. Yeah, but that reminds Jane, me a little bit of that one Jane, Toto Jane, did. Um, what's the what's demographic that? for this podcast? Are people <laughs> e either? 
Uh, Again, kids, people you, who crawl out yeah. from rocks. Oh, okay. You, Peter, okay. This, this stuff isn't even plugged in. So, uh, <laughs> people who crawl out from rocks and my fans. I love you. That's kids. right. It's oh, mostly okay. Pete's Kisses. fans. Oh, good. But um, what, Toto did a, you know, everyone, Rose, everyone remembers Rosanna in Africa. By the way, yeah. Pete's version of Africa. Better than Toto's. God, okay. No, hold the line. There's a guitar. You want to try it on this guitar? He hates oh, okay. this guitar. It's an okay. awful guitar. It's hold a, the line. Fantastic. Are you talking about hold, hold the line? That's right. Yeah. Hold the line. Oh, yeah. I love that song. Oh, anyway, but it reminds me of Jane. Of Those two remind me because they both have the piano. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let's get back to Peter Finch, Finchy, Fincharola. Yeah. Finchom. We've talked about you also being a serious news guy. Shoot, drop some names with that. Did Cronkite give you a nod ever or anything like that? Did you meet Tom Brokaw? <laughs> yeah. Interviewed Tom Brokaw. Yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah, by phone. I uh, I interviewed George McGovern. Uh, this was years after he ran for president, though. I mean, you know, Gavin Newsom used to come on our show a bit. You know, Jerry Brown. I mean, people like that. Major. Well, well I did interview Barack Obama twice. Did you? Uh, yeah, I kind of forgot about that. <laughs> he forgot about <laughs> yeah. interviewing Barack Obama. But, but, but Starship. Yeah, right. I got stories. Yeah, right. You know why? <laughs> he couldn't get over Michelle's arms. Yeah. He just, that's all I can remember. Well, no, it was both times it was by phone, which isn't oh. as cool as in yeah, person. Yeah. But um, fact, you I already had hear about it. So tell long. me, tell me, they had a script already. I mean, I mean, no. it, yeah, it, there was animal obituaries and everything. Yeah. And, no. No. But like you what? had like, a, these are the questions you're allowed to have. These are the questions you're not allowed no, to have. No, no. The way these went down, the first one I wasn't totally happy with because while we were interviewing him in one studio, we were interviewing Melissa Etheridge in the next studio. So I my, you know, I was like running back and forth really? between studios. Yeah. And so I, it, uh, the questions weren't quite as focused. You asked Obama, <laughs> where do you get the Yeah, how did he write that song? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how, many, how many flannel shirts does he right, have? Right, and, yeah. Um, Come no, to but, my window. <laughs> the second time we interviewed him, it was the day of the California primary, the first time he was oh, elected. He went, okay, yeah, uh -huh. yeah. And we thought we had lined up something with him, and then we got a call, oh, it's probably not going to happen. And then all of a sudden, we've got him. Bang, you're on, you know, yeah, and wow. that, I wow. thought the questions, I liked how they were, you know, I, I came with It wasn't with uh, what's your favorite fish thing. It no, was, uh, no, and, and Dave Moore <laughs> even complimented me afterwards, said, wow, you asked some good questions, so that nice. was pretty cool. But a lot of, I mean, I liked, a lot of the people that would come on our show were just a lot, I like people that are fun. You know who's a lot of fun? But, Dr. Laura. No. Oh. I hear she's a blast. <laughs> well, when she was in college. Yeah. But no, but she, it turns out she's an amazing flamenco guitarist. Who am I talking about, Peter? Are you oh talking about a, 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 a newswoman? No, 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 an entertainer. Judy Tenuta. No. Great. So amazing flamenco, flamenco guitarist. Guitar. Uh, she was a frequent guest on the Love Boat. Okay, she had to have been a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader at some no, point. No, no. What else can I tell you? Kathy Lee. Gifford. I mean, if I give you her catchphrase... You'll know immediately. Roseanne Barr. No. Okay, I don't understand. Roseanne Barr, <laughs> Kathy Lee Gifford, amazing flamenco guitarist. Oh, yeah. Have you heard Fran them? They Drescher. Have a, they, they have an album together. Have you heard it? <laughs> all right. Coochie Coochie. Oh, oh, Charo. She yeah, was on all the time. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. interviewed Charo, huh? Yeah, a couple times. And what a cool woman. I loved her. Did she Coochie Coochie? Uh, she did not while Good she for was her. there. Good yeah. for her. Though she did... <laughs> This all right. This was when the Macarena was very popular. She stuck around afterwards and taught the office staff how to do the Macarena. That is the, one of the but, weirder sentences I've ever heard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know who else? I st maybe I've got a thing for um, 
older women in heavy makeup. But uh, Tammy Faye, Faye Baker was on our show. This was when her documentary, <laughs> or the documentary Eyes of Tammy Faye came out uh-huh. about her. About makeup. Great documentary if you've never seen her. No, yeah. about the whole right, Jim yeah. and Tammy Faye and how... Actually, it was impressive uh, when you know when AIDS hit. She was like the only one of the televangelist community yeah. who kind of embraced these people, you know. Mm. And so that that movie won her a lot of fans. But she was just a really fun, interesting yeah. woman to talk with. You know? Huh? Did yeah. she teach everybody the Macarena too? Or was she it did just not. Charo? No, no. She did the electric slide. <laughs> I've, I've written a couple plays that got staged. I, I have that yeah. on here. To oh, ask really? You about yeah. That. yeah let's, we let's talk about that? your well, plays. Let's see. Let's let's go down and make sure I've covered oh, okay. everything. You've got the Bay Area Radio Hall of Fame. Yeah. We yeah. Blah 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 blah. And then, yeah. two, and then immediately you were dismissed. Yeah. Uh, let's see the Fog Files, the Finch Files. Yeah. Have I talked enough about my podcast? That was part. You know, oh, I'm hoping we can cross promote. Yeah, absolutely. I thought we would get that at the end after we've oh, sold them. We got to yeah. sell them, oh, and then at the okay. end, be like, "Guess what, boys and girls?" But what if people? There's do- more Finch for you. What if people don't make it to the end because yeah, we're no just, one ever makes it. No, right. no. If they've made it this far, <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, that's true. People either fine. listen 30 seconds or the whole thing. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so I have two things, and if you don't want to talk, uh, I was going to say charities. I know you've uh, we talked a little bit about autism, and you've hosted some things. Sure. Do you want to talk about that at all? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Let's do the plays first. Okay. Uh, tell us about your. Do you do uh, dramatic stuff? Or, no, no, no. Is it humorous? <laughs> yes. Oh wow. I um. What happened was when my daughter was little here in the city, she started getting into theater over at Fort Mason Young Performers Theater. It reminded me how much fun it was. So I started auditioning again, and I found this theater company uh, that shared my comic sensibility. They were called the Thunderbird Theater Company. It was a bunch of people that had gone to college in Chico, moved down here. Nobody was doing the kind of theater they liked, so they started a theater company. The first play of theirs I was in was called Lusty Booty. It was a pirate romance spoof. Yeah, I wrote that. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I played a priest, a libidinous priest. So anyway, I, I, you know, and they encouraged me. One guy encouraged me to do some writing. So I wrote two plays that they staged in San Francisco and Berkeley. One was called... Ah, Rosebud. It was a retelling of Citizen Kane with zombies and the sport of curling. I was always wondering when, like if anyone that. was ever going to figure that out. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that sounds like gold. Yeah. No, every time I watch that movie, I'm like, there's something right. missing. Zombies. I feel Fencing ice. zombies, that's yeah. it. I feel ice, and I feel death of some kind. (laughs) Well, what was awesome to our director, her husband was a tech guy, uh, theater tech. So, you know, those curling stones, they weigh like 60 pounds, but he made one like out of Nerf material put it over a remote control car. So off stage, somebody was controlling oh, yeah. We were having it doing figure eights and stuff like that. It was See, awesome. See, this is, this is why... That's great. your kind of theater, right? <laughs> this is... Do you understand, like, the amount of time and mental effort and energy that it takes to do that could be used for so many great things? Well, <laughs> yeah. Or for We're evil. Just, yeah. You know what? Yeah. You know what? Actually, I think it's both. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever heard Come to My Window? And my other play was a Harry Potter 60s beach movie mashup. <laughs> yeah. What was it called? Uh, Aaron Trotter and the Incident at Bikini Beach. All my plays, because theater listings, I wanted them to be listed first, so they always started with at least two A's, maybe three. Ah, Rosebud, Aaron Trotter, and the incident at Bikini ah, Beach. Are you familiar with local musician? Have you, have you heard of Megan Slankard? Yes. Yeah, we've become close, good friends. 
in the 60s beach movies, there was always the girl on the beach who would break out a guitar right, yeah. and start singing. Mm-hmm. I told the director, we have to get somebody who can actually sing. And bless her heart, she auditioned and she nailed it. And it was great. Yeah, and now, it was a musical or you just had a musical well, moment Well, they it? had a format where every play had to have at least one fight scene and one song in it. Nice. So both plays had oh, a song. Both at the same time. Yeah, well, and in the... Um, in the Ah Rosebud, I actually got to have a sword fight with another character, except mine was a day-old baguette, which is like the third Makes hardest sense. substance known to man. <laughs> right. And then he came at me with a breadstick. What if you could have a song and the fight scene? I, was, I had this vision of Slapbox. Slapbox, uh-huh. like having something like very like... <laughs> slap box yeah no i think we need to collaborate yes yeah, we do yes. you guys should exchange cards and maybe do something together don't tell me what to do oh you're right you're right you're not uh, my dad do you have any <laughs> you're not the actually philosophy. pete it's time we have a talk <laughs> actually uh, my dad has been on the show so yeah right. yeah his dad's a oh, grammy winner by oh, the way really? yeah. wow he's a horn arranger dude my dad was a musician too nice yeah Quick story, my dad passes away like eight years ago. These things happen. He was 82. It was a good run. He was a bass player, upright bass. My stepmom sells his bass, gets 16 grand for it. My wow. cut of it was four grand. I buy into a racehorse, which we name Bob's Bass. Oh, Aww. that's cool. Yeah, Thank wasn't you. that a nice Do you homage? still have the horse? He won his third race. And, and we put him down. And then we put him down. <laughs> no, but no. we have a lot of glue now <laughs> yeah. for just years. Forever. <laughs> now, within a week after winning his race, it happened right in front of the trainer. He said it sounded like a gunshot. He fractured a sesamoid oh. bone. Fortunately, we didn't have to put him down. He uh, He's in a better place now. No, hopefully yeah. he's at some ranch. He's on Sesame Street. Street. Yeah. I got to tell you, I won't what? tell you. No, no, stop, <laughs> Peter. Don't interrupt that. That was very quick. Sesamoid Street. <laughs> uh, anyway, but yeah, so I've, I've owned I've owned parts of numerous horses since then. We've Wait a minute. Hold on a second. <laughs> no, people, I'm sorry about that. Piles of no, dead horses. See, here's the thing. Pe- people think you have to be an international playboy to own racehorses and it's Luckily true you are. I, yeah i'm an international playboy no you just have to go in with some other people see my son really got into it at a younger age and you know oh, ni- a nice horses, responsible huh? father you know i would take him to the track right you know? <laughs> never bet more than you're willing to lose son this is right. your yeah no actually it'll dovetail into the yeah, whole yeah, charity look, thing go ahead yeah um yeah so yeah my son is 28 now he's on the autism spectrum uh, and we lived down the coast toward Half Moon Bay. I started taking him to see the horses, uh, and then I discovered, actually I was interviewing the executive director, but I took him with me because I thought he'd found it, find it interesting. There is a ranch off Highway 92 in Half Moon Bay. It's called Square Peg Ranch. It's a horse rescue adaptive riding center. They rescue mm. thoroughbreds and other horses, they have young people, kids, and young adults with special needs, groom them and ride them. Mm. Um, my son went there. I took him. He and the executive director really hit it off, and it's like the biggest thing in his life, you know. That's awesome. Yeah, so we, uh, when I host these house concerts sometimes, mm-hmm. uh, that's we raise money for this charity. Yeah. But I'm, you know, I... Do you, I, I like to help out, and when you're not afraid of a microphone right. and somebody has, like, an auction, a live auction. My kids went to public school in San Francisco. I did live auctions for 10 years, you know. 
20, who'll give me 20, 20, 30, 30, 40, 40, 40, yeah, that kind of stuff. But, uh, you know, so whether it's animal rescue or special needs or whatever, you know, I like to help out when yeah. I can. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. yeah. And, you're, and your son's involved with horses now, right? He is. He, it's interesting. He, you know, and he'd love, like, I'd take him to the races. He'd buy, we'd get a racing form. He won't let me throw any of them away. So oh, they're really? stacked up in the garage. Yeah. But he remembers his, you know, memory is incredible. But he goes to the ranch. First thing he does is check on all the horses to see how they're doing. And then he checks with the people. But for him, you know, and he lives in an in-law below us. And he, we've got the dog down with him. Animals, lots of times for young people on the autism spectrum, are really therapeutic. If they yeah. get stressed out. He just pets the dog, and he loves the horses. So, yeah, it's it's really a good thing. And this group, again, it's Square Peg Foundation. They also do a surf camp down there for kids mm-hmm. with autism, you know, and give the oh, parents cool. a break. Yeah, yeah, they're doing really good work down there. But uh, yeah, I actually put together a concert. Tim Flannery, the former third-base coach of the Giants, mm-hmm. My wife and I, a benefit for the Square Peg Ranch, we had him play. He's a good musician, like bluegrass and stuff, and has a great band. We put together a concert at um, a restaurant in Half Moon Bay, Mesa Luna, and took oh, over. It, go there a lot. You yeah. know, yeah. yeah. And they've got the room where they do, like, wedding receptions. Yeah, it's yeah. got a stage. They'd never really done a concert, but talk about it just falling into place this concert took place like within three weeks after the Giants had won their last World Series. So it sells out right away. And uh, a week later, he retires as the third right. base coach. So it was perfect timing. And this concert just came together. There was a guy who, an artist who came down who had done a giant uh, painting of Madison Bumgarner. He brought a print. He said, you can auction off for 300 And then he said, you know what? If anybody will buy the painting for sixteen grand, I'll give half of it to the ranch. Somebody bought it. Wow. Yeah, and so we were able to donate eight thousand there to the oh, ranch. Awesome. Yeah. Has this gotten too serious? Because we <laughs> no, were having no, a no. great time. We here. were no, it was, oh. but I had I had when yeah. I was doing the research, I, I thought, blame the pop tart. Yeah. Thought it would be nice. No, the pop tarts. we're plugging that. So let's talk about because we had the Finch files on KGO. We had the right. Fog files, but now you're. You're the guy. Do you have like a staff or anything, or are you doing all the work yourself? It's you know I've had I've carried a couple stories from other people, you know, but mostly it's me, uh, just running around. And there's a lot of work that goes into it, but it's a labor of love. Yeah. And when I left KGO, you know, some, some people had said before, God, you should do the Finch Files as a podcast. So, yeah. And at first I was doing it weekly, and that was a little rough. So now it's every. Here's what I do. It's every other week, but check this out. So you're doing the Patreon thing, right? Mm-hmm. You want to offer people something in, in return for supporting you. I don't have caps or T-shirts, but I've introduced a second short-form podcast yeah. called Ah Alcatraz. It's stories oh, about, Alcatraz. about Alcatraz. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, but to hear that one, people have to be a, pa- a patron. Right. Any, to- any level, though? Any level, a dollar, a dollar a month, and they they get access to it. Um, But yeah, so the Finch Files, they go about an hour long, and um, you know, I try to mix in music and yeah and sound and stuff like that but... it's very well produced oh thank you yeah yeah, yeah and it, it can be any given topic the last episode was um halloween the, the annual halloween episode which included a segment 
Oh my God, the booksmith on Hate Street. It mm-hmm. was Edgar Allan Poe erotic fan fiction, right? I'm Have on. you heard of Shipwreck? <laughs> once no. a month, once a month, the first I think Thursday of every month. I really do. want to come you know, up he's, with yeah, something. He's, he's giving me this look and pointing at me like this guy knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> you are kind I of a. Oh, I got a crap. This is no joke. I just got a really? crap in my life. Stand okay. up, stand up. Being oh, yeah, around no, talent does that to you? Okay, that was weird. That was the first potassium. I need potassium. God, I'm going to be Dick Cavett. He's going to keel over right oh, on the show yeah. here. Um, but anyway, and then the next episode that I'm doing is called For Goodness Sake. It's about people that it's kind of a repudiation of all the crappy stuff that's been going on, that there are people trying to make the world a better place. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be the next episode. And I just, you know, I, I come up with these themes and some of it I've got archived, even dating back to like KGO and KFOG. Uh, but other, I do a lot of fresh content there, uh, you know, and it's just a lot of fun. I, I'm enjoying it, and yeah. So you can go to your web. What's your website? Finchfiles.net. Okay, is that yeah. the only place you can hear it, or can you? No, hear it on actually, everywhere where fine podcasts can uh, be heard, heard for free. Yeah, gotcha. uh, yeah. So we're iTunes, Stitcher, uh, SoundCloud, Mixcloud. Uh, it's all over the, whole the place thing. there. Yeah. All right. Nice. Yeah. Well, definitely. Like we said, if they got to the end of this one, yeah, definitely yeah. go to yours. You know, I, I was listening to them. They're interesting and they're fun. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. And sound like a lot of work. Well, yeah, a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say yeah. like, okay, so you just come onto our Rinky Dink podcast. Yeah, and he talk doesn't have to do anything but talk. Yeah, no, yeah. It's I have stuff. I have cool stories. I have I actually provide extra content for people. Like <laughs> well, we, we have, don't. We do. We do. We have uh, lousy like after dark. We have, wait. What's lousy like, after dark? We do a short form, and it's not oh. San Francisco themed. Oh, okay. it's whatever Pete's angry at at the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's not always me. Sometimes it's yeah. both of us. Yeah, sometimes yeah. we're both angry. Oh, okay. It's interesting though. My most listened to episode so far, right when they kind of blew out all the yes. DJs that yeah. had been there, and I went and interviewed them all and let everybody request yeah. a song. I that enjoyed cap- that yeah. One. yeah, so a lot of people listened to that one, and then I went back and checked in with all those folks seven months later yeah. and that one got a lot of listens as well That's awesome. yeah, yeah you, you know you guys know what it's like you do what you can you throw it out there and hope people listen when you're walking down the street they're the people that you meet each day we actually do what we do why, why, yeah. why aren't you wearing your headphones? Because my ears are hot. Okay. Well, oh, okay. It's a half Puerto Rican thing, oh, all right? Okay. Don't pressure me on it. So I would like to <laughs> say, hey, you want to come back? Protective. But we've only got nine episodes after this. Oh, I know. I did have a quick question. What is your favorite fake Bond character? <laughs> and Annalisa says hi, and she loves you. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I contacted her and said, "How? Uh, uh, what do you got for me? What can I? What can I throw? Get him with?" Uh, okay, that's clean. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, because a lot of those, uh, you know, Penelope Fistbuster or oh, something it's... like that. Yeah, uh, uh, that, Pete. That... We did a commercial where Pete was a Bond villain. Oh, he was uh, Doctor Innuendo. <laughs> Miss Milk Thigh Fruit. I should be doing a villain. That's I, why we I, went I with Dr. Innuendo. You, yeah, get, uh, you can say it nicely and you remember everything. And I can't top Dr. Innuendo. All right. I Dang just wanted. I just... I, no, I let you down. I had my big moment and I couldn't come up. You really with ruined everything. You did. No, I just wanted to say that Annalisa says hi. God, and uh, yeah. she's over. She's in uh, Massachusetts. In, yeah. In Boston and now. she's yeah. doing a show on the river, I yeah. think it's called. Yeah. Yeah. It's called the river. Yeah. Great radio station. So, yeah. She said she loves you. She's. 
is the best. Yeah. yeah. We really, really did enjoy having you on the show. Yeah, this, this was this a lot of fun. Might have been Thank the best you. interview we ever had. I yeah. had a blast. Not anyone. Yeah. Not the best we've done, but right. the best we've had. This I is, was yeah. really good before I was a a co-host. I actually wasn't interviewing. Actually, you were good. I was telling well, before you were came. I told him you were. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Yeah. Unbeatable, really. Right? Yeah. yeah. Or, or did I just beat you? <laughs> well, I don't know. You no, want the guitar? You want I the guitar? Just... You can do it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. No, but thank you very much. This is fun. And Thanks cool. for having me. Yeah. You know what? And maybe, even if we don't ever get back to doing this regularly, like I said, we might do some one-offs from time to time. If you got something going, if if you have something special on the, the Finch Files, or if you have an event, or you're going to do a a home concert or something like that. Maybe we can put something together and talk some more. Absolutely. Let it, yeah, let me and know. Feliciano and Finch. Yeah, and you guys off got Broadway and then Broadway. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, We're gonna, I'm going to make you a star, kid. Yeah, Finally. Right. Yeah. Okay. I left my heart in San Francisco. Oh, man. All right. Well, hey, thank you very much again, thank Peter, you, Finch. Peter Finch. Thank you, Peter Finch. We love you. Pop-Tarts. And also thank you to the throng for hey. listening and for being supportive and telling everyone about us, for telling all your friends about the Lousy Podcast, liking us on iTunes, Stitcher, Facebook, and follow at SK Funny, Twitter, and Instagram, and also going to Patreon. Hey, and look at Peter Finch's Finch Files Patreon as well. Look at it. Give us your money. Uh, also, <laughs> like SK Morton's Lousy's San Francisco Walking Tour, which just won for Best of the Bay in 2000. 2017, and you can go to Rule 62 Pete on Facebook and YouTube. Yes, uh, but more importantly, yes. go to GoFundMe.com slash Peter Felice. Is it out? Is it going? Is it out? No, but by the time this oh, okay, is, yes. that's a good point. So yeah. go give me your money so that I can make music. All right. Remember the Amazon button, Bridal Fitness Coach. And uh, what do you got uh, upcoming, Peter? Uh, Finch Files. Yeah, Finch Files. Come say hi to me in the Alcatraz cell house. Oh, yeah, there you go. The yeah, Alcatraz yeah. cell house. Yeah. Go to jail. And do you have anything, Pietro? No. Just no? Okay, go, get, go to shower me with your money and praise. That's right. Should we do this, uh, I don't know, nine more times? Ten more times? Nine, nine more times. Nine, nine more times. times. Okay. <laughs> Thank you very much, boys yes. and girls. We love you. And remember, you should all be ashamed of yourselves. San Francisco. <laughs> Your golden sun will shine for me. Thank you. If you don't mind, I'd like to do it again. What we have here is failure to communicate. Peter Finch said I was clever. Uh, I just wanted to ride the wave of your popularity. Finch, just be quiet for a minute, all right? Gosh darn it. I looked like I was twerking. Okay, but I'm just saying there's Pop-Tarts here. Because you're a musician, you're just a hair away from being a communist. I'm very disruptive. But don't you understand I'm childish? I'm Quail Man. I did a rod. I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. No. Just like Purple Rain is very similar to... Uh, yellow galoshes. My friend Captain Beefheart. <laughs> You're like a big teardrop. I got it down, baby. You don't need to worry about me. Sex and drugs and rock and roll. That is the, one of the weirder sentences I've ever heard. Pop-Tarts are great to soak up tears. Slap box. And then he came at me with a breadstick. Well, it was clever, but it was also ew. Yeah. <laughs>